podcast cock block. What's in your fridge? And Missy starts a fight. All this and more on our Thanksgiving episode. Do, 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 do. about Thanksgiving. Lay it on me. Well, (laughs) it is is not a secret to anyone who has listened to more than a half of an episode of this podcast that I don't really cook. I'm not a cooker. I'm not one who cooks. I don't (laughs) know how else to say it other than the same way three times. (laughs) It's just so strange. The whole thing, it's difficult for me to to wrap my mind around it. I do want to start just to get this out of the way right at the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. tip. (laughs) Right at the tip. It's just the tip. Right at the tip. Uh, (laughs) Now I can't think of Thanksgiving. Okay, so uh, clear that out. (sighs) Cleansing the space. We're going nowhere like the rest of the country and economy. We're staying home. You're staying home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was decided. Oh, Amy. That was decided at like almost an eyeball blink after recording the last episode. We oh, had, I'm so happy you And I just are. want to get it out of the way. We had recorded the last episode nearly a week before we drop it. And within that, so even before it had dropped, we already knew we were not traveling to the point where I almost, knowing our schedules, it was impossible. This is why I didn't do it. I almost reached out to you and said, can we record a little bumper at the front that says <laughs> we're at, we've actually since decided if there's any way that listening to this, you're still debating and thinking, well, I mean, you know, other people are still going. We're we're other people and we're not going and we're super not going. And the reason is simple. Uh, we had some deal breakers on there outside of anything we could concoct. We're going to be in three states. We would have been. And we as part of our decision tree, we said if any of those three governors make some drastic moves restricting anything, then we will put the kibosh on the whole thing. And and honestly, it was it was the day of our recording that it was like zoink. And then within three days, the other two went zap and zilch. So yeah, there's no travel for us. So tell me about how you have grown to be this highly successful, beautiful, active, Aww. cultural contributor in the world and you can't fucking cook. What? Or choose not to run. You choose not to. Do. You could do anything. You are a world beater. And as you like to say about everybody else, you got them by the short hairs. So why on earth you think that cooking and you not your jam? Why? why? Don't you why? tend to do things that you're good at? You're good at <laughs> cooking, you Kuggle. You're good at cooking chicken free me. So I have like six dishes that I, but nobody wants those every six days. Wow. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And wow. I make them. Um, I make a decent stuffed shells. Marnie taught me how to make a decent stuffed shells. Seven dishes. But nobody in my family, well, eats what I cook. I could make lasagna. I can make Italian meals. I'd make a fairly decent I small told Italian you. girl. I said it. I know. You're, well, you're a good person. Come on in. But they, but my boys don't eat carbs and Mallory oh, doesn't fuck eat. them. Uh, that's just. Mallory doesn't eat anything I put I my heart and soul you, into. Stuart. I support you, Ethan. Just your dumb decisions. I support you. He works at a fucking bakery. I know. That's really double stupid. That's double to- down stupid probation. Hey, I need you to help me work out some feelings about that. He wants to quit his job at the bakery. Okay. The owner slash pastry chef slash guy right is not kind he's not nice to him it's a it's a um european sit the fuck down i said shut up like kind of he runs his kitchen in the way you would expect yes right um and my kid doesn't like it he doesn't like to be told what are you retarded um why why i thought you're a smart boy why are you so dumb like he doesn't like being spoken to like that and Mm -hmm. i don't blame him yes uh, spoiler alert you're on the side of the chef why well i want him to be able to like so you know you go away to college you can come back pick up some extra cash by working where you used to work through high school. I want. I don't want any door closed in his life. I want okay. everything, all bridges unburned, all doors open. I totally agree with that. And and no matter how and when 
he departs this arrangement, that's still the that's the reality. That's not a wish. That has to be. And that's easy enough to do no matter who ends it. So what other objection would you have for him leaving early? Because I know there I this is the first I'm hearing of it. But I already have like the five reasons why you think he should stay with this. And I'm so super on going to convince you otherwise. Let's just let's just for the sake of the listeners run down the all the reasons that are about to be demolished. Yeah, I just think that um, I, I like him to have an open door. I want, I do, I'm fine with him leaving there. But I, I honestly think working teaches you responsibility. I mm-hmm. want him to continue. So, okay, you can leave this job. Do you have another one in mind? Do you want to, what, what do you want to do? I don't want to give him a job where he's constantly in his car, like delivering for Uber Eats or Grubhub or whatever the. No, it's unsafe on lots of levels. Not the least of right. which is doing that much driving. Right. And traffic. Yeah. Being with all those people and and more contact, whatever. So I I just wanted you to get me okay with letting it happen because I'm about to tell him he can give his notice because I don't like the way that guy's talking. If anybody's going to talk to my kid like that, it's going to be me. If anybody's going to give you reasons for therapy, it's not some little tiny Frenchman who. Exactly. I, I think that everything that you're saying about the value of a job doesn't change based on the situation he's in. And it won't change on the next, all the other jobs that he has. One through all the rest of the jobs for the rest right. of his life. He already knows that lesson. He's learned that lesson. And you're going to beat it into his head like a sad, sad, off-tune drumbeat for the rest of his, oh, God bless him, life. What he might not know is the biggest lesson you can ever give him. And that is to throw all of that other shit out the window because nothing is more important than being in a place where you feel respected. He doesn't need any other reason. He doesn't need another job. He is being mistreated in a way from an authority figure that doesn't feel right. He doesn't have to explain it. He doesn't have to change that person's behavior. He doesn't have to worry about the culture. He doesn't have to worry about the money. He's being treated in a way that's not okay, that you wouldn't think is okay for strangers in a deli at the table next to you. Fucking quit and don't look back. He has no interest in going into this profession. It's not something he'll have to deal with. It's just... When someone is calling you names or if the workplace feels like this doesn't sit right, if this was a girl who had a boss who was making her feel uncomfortable, would you wait? No. This is not a sign of manhood to put up with it. He's not in any way on equal footing. He's working at a bakery for funsies in a time when it's maybe not even safe for him to be working at all. Scrap it. Start again next year. Done. Done and done again. And the lesson he'll take away from it is I could fucking work anywhere. I don't have to put up with your shit unless I want to. And the other thing is he makes no money. Like he <laughs> makes no, like below minimum weight. Like and he the makes scales no are heavy. Money. Quit. Quit, quit, quit. The scales are heavy on the quit column. Get him out. It's the right thing. There is no life lesson in staying other than to reinforce a, a, a quizzical thing in our culture where doing the right thing, honor, politeness, all of these notions which are still important somehow are more important than your own well-being or your own sense of self. He's a young, impressionable dope. I mean, as much as we like to pretend he's a baby man, he's still a baby man. And he doesn't need a male role model like this. Even if for the sake of, I had a really shitty job, let me tell you about it. He can get lots of shitty experiences without this job. (laughs) I wrote an entire essay about it for college for him. Stop. You're terrible. You're terrible. Well, under under that logic, you can invent... Any job, any fantasy, any no-show job that he has and, you know, get a great true. story for it. Just tell him, here's the story. My mother is very creative <laughs> and she invented a boss I never had at a job I've never oh, worked. And... Tell him to quit. Don't look back. Tell him to quit today. Yeah, tell right. him to quit today. But they make these really good, and I need ah! you to help me with this. <laughs> Wait a minute. They make these, they're horseshoes. Did I tell you about this, right? I did. They're mm-hmm. horseshoes and they're like almond pasty with the edges that are dipped in chocolate like they're they're chewy no matter how old they are they're chewy and they have that almond i need uh, uh, he came home yesterday from work i'm like where's my bag he didn't have (laughs) any my bag (laughs) i'm gonna kill you the only reason i'm making you stay the job is to bring me my my neighbor was so cute she posted a thing where she was doing dime bags of toilet paper and it was a sheet folded into into a square and tucked in a ziploc she's selling them for 10 bucks Yes, you need your bag of almond cookies. The crescents. Yeah, all right. All right, he's going to... Let him go, let it go. And frankly, it's not something that you have to let go. This is choose to quit valiantly and, and with full righteousness. This is, and the, do you this just, is the better choice. So right? what does he tell him? What does he tell him? He tells him that um, I'm, 
I'm no longer able to work this job. Thank you. I've enjoyed my time here. I'm going to resign at the end. Of, I, I, I would like to stop coming into work. If you'd like two weeks notice, I'll give you that. Otherwise, I'm happy to make my last day today. Thank you. I had a job working for a Jewish organization. I actually worked for one of the rabbis there at the time. And he spoke to me the same way that <laughs> this guy talks to my son. And I needed that job. I was paying rent in Manhattan. I couldn't just leave a job unless right. I had another right. job. And right. I loved what I did. I just hated the man that I worked for who has subsequently died. And I feel terrible now that I'm saying that out loud. It's okay. It's okay for him to die with hate so, on him. So he, <laughs> I don't hate you anymore because I don't have to listen to you. But he would say things that were really verbally abusive. And I said, I'd be happy to do that for you. I just wish there was a nicer way you could have asked me. And just as I was ready to leave there and move to Connecticut to live with my boyfriend at the time is when I got brave, when I knew I didn't need that job anymore. I said things like that, like, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a nicer way to have said that. And I'm sorry you didn't take the time to think of it. And I just... Rabbi. Yeah. And then I left there shaking. Like my yeah. face yeah. turned red as I yeah. said it. And I left the office shaking and I couldn't believe... Because he's that- a triple authority to you, a quadruple authority to you. You were a young woman, so perhaps not fully secure in being an adult woman, even though chronologically you were. He was a man. And in our system, males have more power than females. He was a rabbi. They just do. So he was the leader of your cultural faith for your whole life and he's your fucking boss the man who pulls the strings and says what's what for whether or not you get paid that's a lot to stand up to it's not just oh i had to no that's a fucking lot to stand up to so good for you and fuck him he's dead anyway but i only got (laughs) brave when i knew i was nice amy very nice (laughs) i didn't kill him and he was rude to my friend he was awful and other people heard which almost permissioned them to do the same. Don't right. you're not permissioned. I hate the permissioned. 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 No, that's a super word we're using it now forever. Permissioned. Yep. Oh, I I've always used it, but yeah. Check. Check. <laughs> um okay, so I never really learned how to cook from a parent. I've always been afraid that any bird that I made would kill people because it wouldn't be cooked enough. And now I live that's in a house a that has a toilet for everyone. So that's I'm a willing- reasonable hesitation that, that, you know, safety of the of the food you prepare, not killing others. These are reasonable objections. But, you know, anyway, is it because in addition to all this, so so you got a stutter start. But in addition to that, do you have you also somehow created this idea that you hate cooking? Even when you suck, because there can be things that you suck at that you really love to do. And I'll make an example. I'm, I'm not very good at lots of kinds of art that I really love making and doing. And I just keep doing it. But I've, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not able to do it. If you enjoy doing it, do it. No one's grading you on the cooking. That's so what is it about it? Do you hate the cooking? Do you get there's so I many really other ways to like- get it done? Like where, 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 where? I really feel like, like in art too, you have to have the right tools for the job. Also, that make it much easier, sure. Right? So if you've got great brushes or you've got great just supplies to make whatever your medium might be, you have a much better shot at getting shit right, right? You have a better shot at at, at your strokes. <laughs> it's your- complicated. It's a lot like wine too. If you like a glass of wine now and then or you like a lot of bottles of wine all the time, you got to start somewhere and it can be really daunting to not have any kind of knowledge versus someone to say or to find two or three bottles that you like a lot and just stick with those instead of branching out because there's there's a financial investment. You buy something, you taste it, it sucks. There's a, In cooking, similar. You spend a lot of time and money on ingredients and your labor right. and at the end of it, it fucking sucks when you could have paid half as much for the group hubs to watch a TV show and then magically have a fork in your face filled with food that's delightful. That's get, joyful, yeah. Yeah, I, so I get that there's some hurdles to getting started and art is another great example of that there's hurdles to getting started because you got to be okay with I went through this process and the end of it was this piece of air quotes art that you know you wouldn't accept from your child trying to turn it in in kindergarten so I get it I get it but that's where you keep saying this thing I don't cook do you have any desire to ever cook do you feel like this is something you wish you could do more of or is it like I don't cook and that's okay pass me the phone like where are you in the cooking well, I mean, I've got kids leaving within the next two years. I got nothing at home. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Stuart. So, so <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, Stuart doesn't like my cooking per se. Bullshit, he doesn't like my cooking either. Bullshit. He likes the chicken free meat. So this year, okay. So I started at the beginning of quarantine. I started to make cookies that were kind of amazing, Indeed. and then everybody stopped eating carbs, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah. They, and then to, I thought, need to, "You need to get those toxic people out of your life." And then I thought, "I really want to make bread because there's nothing that brings me joy like bread." I mean, there's Perfect. even a woman on TikTok that makes like bread porn. She's a mm. lesbian bread talk, some whatever. She's fantastic, and she makes me want to bathe in bread. So wow, where's the lesbian component? Does she make I it in like dick shapes, or what? Was that just an aside? Like she no, was a she's, brunette baker. Like what? Why was she lesbian? No, that's kind of her thing. Hannah Bread Talk, I think, is her name, and she she is on. I somehow fell down this rabbit hole of lesbian TikTok. <laughs> is there a different TikTok? Is that like Black Twitter? There's a lesbian TikTok. Yeah, I if you so follow, have to check this out. If you follow enough people, <laughs> or you're on things long enough, you. Take a dog <gasps> leg into special interest TikTok. Like oh, Mallory does Harry interest. Potter TikTok. All right. of her stuff is Harry Potter. It, it, the algorithm lends to whatever. Okay. So uh, I, now I'm now I'm even going to somebody's house for dinner, which we don't do. But even going to someone's house to drop something off, which we still do. I go yes. to the Amish market. I'll get an extra dozen donuts and ding dong ditch on somebody's That's front right. lawn. Um, what did you call that? Uh, doorstep donuts. Doorstep. Pies. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Doorway donuts, so, maybe, maybe, maybe. So um, I thought bread brings the ultimate joy to me, to my family, to my friends. So if I could just make a loaf of bread and leave it somewhere and, and get really good at it. And I don't mean sourdough, <laughs> dealing with the mother and growing out this. I don't want that. I, that's what led to the whole KitchenAid mixer. Everybody needs a KitchenAid mixer kind of thing. And Stuart got me one. And I said, nobody here is eating fucking carbs. Don't bring that in this house. So he returned it. <gasps> oh god i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah gas is right you, re- you returned it i re- oh. i had him return it and it was oh. red do i need oh. this fire engine red thing in the I middle mean, of my nothing in your kitchen, kitchen is red that was a mistake but the device itself so oh. all he heard was it's red and now there's a silver so one on its oh, yeah. way no, from costco right <laughs> yeah that's the right one well that's, that's a higher grade right. model yeah yeah it's good for you you need so, it so you I want to make bread it. again. So I want okay. to do that. I want not okay. to get the Pillsbury Grands with a meal because they're delicious. And All right. Well, let's, let's use your favorite word, pivot. Okay. So with your KitchenAid mixer soon on the way, because I know who your husband is, it absolutely includes the bread making attachment. So that is a dough hook. What yeah. you're not going to do is read the instructions. And this would be a mistake. You have to know. That there is only one, and I've of all the 10 settings that are on your soon-to-arrive KitchenAid mixer, there is only one setting ever to be used with the KitchenAid dough hook. And if you use any of the other speeds, you will burn out the motor and destroy okay. your device. So do not do this. So the dough hook only works on the setting. On mine, it's number two. You're going to look at yours. On the dough hook itself, it'll probably have a sticker on it that says, only use with setting, boop, and it'll include the setting number okay. that you have to use. Don't take that sticker and throw it off and wash the thing and then all of a sudden make the stuff. Hey, hey my mattresses all out. have their tags. All, Just all tagged. Read it, 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 and then read it every time. I leave the sticker on it forever. I take off the sticker. When I'm done washing, before I put it back, I put the fucking sticker back on it. But then again, I have stickers all throughout my house. You know this about me. I have a sticker on my, I have, I have took that label maker when we moved in here and I labeled all the shelves so that I wouldn't lose stuff because I didn't because it's a new house you don't know where your things are so so it, it it usually takes somebody coming into the house which has been a while but for example in one of the closets very deep closet with specialty shelves on it and stuff I had put labels on it that said check the dining room because, <laughs> because that's hilarious because that's whatever so much, you're looking for that would be in this no closet. because it's like I had shit that I had more stuff that belonged on that shelf but the shelf was getting sloppy looking so I put it in the dining room which is where it really wouldn't go so I was like check the dining room and then in the dining room when you pull open the drawers it's like under the microwave like I have the little so it's like a little oh my rabbit. god oh my god <laughs> So leave the sticker on your dough hunt. hook. Leave the sticker on your dough hook. So I am going to start to do that. I, I do feel like I should start investing in flour and I should start making breads because to me that's what brings joy, especially if it's warm. And I didn't want a bread maker. I want to actually be the bread maker. So cooking is not something I picked up from a parent. Never happened really at home. I told you that I had frozen fish sticks with a stripe of tomato sauce down the center of it. <laughs> wow. I told you... 
I told you I had the encore chicken parm meal that was a frozen popsicle that I had to flip after eight minutes and another eight minutes and I had to thaw things. But this year, I'm so grateful, first of all, that you are not traveling. It makes me so happy that you will be home. Not traveling. I too will be home, family of four for dinner. Although I, I know of an ideal family that I could invite here for dinner. You do? I do. <gasps> but you won't because I you won't. choose life. Yeah, but if I invited the Torok Williamses, if I oh. invited our friend Dina, who is home with two small kids and both husband and wife work from home, they have not touched outside air in a hundred years and they are the ideal and they're so fucking, fucking delightful. delightful that's <laughs> right they are they are they would be the perfect family so i called the butcher yesterday and i ordered a five pound brisket oh okay i don't Very like turkey nice. i know Stuart okay. does and i'll try to get him something turkey but uh i ordered a five pound first cut well trimmed brisket nice and i hope to do it justice i think the whole issue with a brisket is how you slice it you either have indeed, indeed, long indeed. chewy nastiness or you cut it against the grain and you get it Across. perfect yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah, yeah. you get it perfect so how, how what's your brisket technique are you a wet brisket are you a dry rub dry roast is this something that's got a sauce to it like a tomato base or a brown based gravy or has it been in a pan i it frankly to say frankly franklin barbecue what you're eating at Franklin Barbecue is a brisket that's been dry rubbed and then slow smoked, cooked, cooked, cooked for a whole day. How do you do your brisket? So brisket can be many things. Yeah, so I have a, have a recipe from a family member, which is very wet. You know I like it wet. Hey, baby. Very, very, very wet. So I give it the old onion mushroom rub that's down. That's the one. Little juices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put in cans of sauce cans of uh tomato pulpiness and one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the chunks and the and all the wet I put in all the wet into a huge pot and then here's where it gets tricky I take the cranberry sauce that's expected of this holiday and I and I rub that over the top of it too in this pot and then I let it cook for a hundred thousand hours so it is this delightfully savory edamame delicious stewy but then kind of sweet a little bit sweet at the top yeah yeah with kind of probably a crust because for the other one it's it's sort of the brown bits that stick out of the top get that little bit of hard crust on them yes that Mm. are sweet and 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 acidic like tomato and sweet like it's it's everything it's a good combination and it is delightful and then i cut it up i take it out i cut it up and then i put it back in that pot of its own filth and I let it cook there a little, like just warm there a little longer. Mm. <sighs> it's very that good. And very, with that, you know, there good. are things I do make. I make a, a really mean kugel. Like I make a, I make a really mean kugel. For them that don't have any sense in their fucking life, can you just quickly do a definition, describe of a kugel? Kugel's a noodle pudding. It's a dewy uh, dish that has those wide egg noodles and in it, like a sour cream and um, cottage cheese, I do apple pie filling inside it to keep it sweet and delicious. And I also crust the top with frosted flakes. And oh, it delightful! Is Sometimes lo- lots of eggs. Yeah. There are lots yeah. of eggs in there too. It's a very, it's a very uh, noodley pudding. And it's it's really good when made correctly, and I don't forget an ingredient completely, <laughs> because and at the end of the day, it comes out something where you would sort of you spoon it out or slice it into wedges, a la closer to a cobbler or like a souffle style macaroni and cheese. It's something that's in this deep dish pan, um, so uh, casserole esque. It's so sweet. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a sweet. Um, well, you could do a savory kugel too, but I is yeah, the I traditional like one. Oh, oh, is it supposed to be? Is the proper that it's sweet? And then the savory one no, is like there a are variant. Okay. There are tons of them. Well, they're I don't different. know because it's not one that we, in the lexicon, but I mean, I've, I've had them before and I felt like they were always not sweet. Yeah. So. My mother will make like a broccoli one and yeah. I, I kind of make a squinty face at her like, you put work into this woman. Why would you put work into something people aren't going to go, oh my God, well, this is so Well, you put broccoli good. into it too. I mean, that's also why right. you put broccoli <laughs> right. into something that you want people to eat. But I like broccoli, but it's going to stay out of my noodles. It's, so gotta, it's not to know. be alone on this holiday. I went into my daughter's room and I said to her, <laughs> I would like you to Google green bean casserole. 
And I would like you to Ugh. tell me the quantity of cream of mushroom soup and French's oh, crunchy onion thing you need no. to go with the Costco green beans I have in the freezer. I need you to tell me what you need because you are making this dish. And if you don't want kugel, you're making a potato dish too. And you need to find out what you need for that and let me know so I can Instacart it for you. And she's like, what? I don't want... I don't, ah, ah. You doing it? Shut your fucking mouth. That's you're right. You're part of this family. You're doing it. That's right. See? And Ethan, you're staying She'll grow up and she'll know how to cook. Here's... No. I, I, I didn't, my thoughts have gone to this, so I'm going to drag my body along, my, along with it. He knows how to make bread. He's witnessed the bread. He knows how to proof it and rise it. He knows the particular pans, how to use. He's probably not had to knead anything because he just shows up and sells it. But he's witnessed this go down. Right. And right. there are videos and books and mm, TikTok. I feel like you guys should embark on the next month on baking the perfect baguette. Because that's something you can do at home with even towels if you don't want to go to buy a, a baguette form. But you can make the dough. It's really just a question of patience and skill. And I don't have any that's patience. Yeah. So, and if, if I have skills questionable, I super don't have any patience. Yeah. Well, that book that you listened to, um, I don't know why I don't say read. That book that you read said to like, I'm happy meditation. to listen to books, snot face. That book that I listened to, because people listen to a podcast. You I look know. down your noser. I'm not even sure. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, it said that meditation was part of, of those seven yes. things. And I Bread said making tea. meditation. I think it is absolutely, I would love it if my son would do it with me, but he's the first one. He's lost a ton of weight not eating a single carb. How is he, I guess you're don't, you don't want to eat it when it's in the dough form anyway, so you're not really giving up anything. I'm not sure why he's losing weight. Is he, he gave up carbs. But here's the thing. Make the bread. It is meditation, but when you're needing it, that's really the time when you're, it's, it's, if you, and honestly, if you can't do that, get a knife sharpener. Get a whetstone because you're going to be bored out of your brain and doing that for 30 minutes for each fucking knife. You'll have delightful knives at the end of it and world peace. So, I mean, that's another place that you can go and you're in the kitchen. So it's cooking adjacent. I well, think I like the should, idea yeah. of making him do that with me. So because, yeah. again, this is his last year home, God willing. And I don't know if we could do make something together. You said, you know. Start, do it poorly, and you'll get better and better. I started knitting, and I still suck at it, but I still make things that cover your neck and your head. I'm not good at it. If you look at our friend Annie, she crochets the most beautiful things you've ever seen. I can't do any of that, but it's meditation. It's something that I do alone. This is a joint meditation. So, wow. So that's the meal that I'm preparing. That's the device that's coming in the mail for me for Hanukkah. That is my hope for meditating, hopefully bringing my son to a more mindful place. Less call of duty, more call of bread. <laughs> Foodie. Yeah. Call of carby. Um, <laughs> and I really feel like we could move to to a more sane place and, and just be together, the four of us. And I know now that that you are doing the same. So that yeah. is great. And are you making a turkey? No. In fact, I'm making nothing. And by nothing, I mean I'm probably going to make five things. I'm making nothing at all. So when the worst went down and it became crystal clear that it was unsafe and foolish, beyond all reason and precaution to move ahead with our plans – we pulled it and then gradually told everybody and I, you know, my, my husband, very, very sweet because we had talked about all the ramifications of what this means and, and beyond the sadness, all the ramifications of what this means. And he said, you know what, that we can always just cater in a meal. We can, we can order this. It doesn't have to be. So I looked into it and all of them were so disgusting. They were, it shows up pre-cooked and you have to reheat it so you're having leftover turkeys on thanksgiving because somebody's cooked it already it was just everything was so or it was like sliced and in sauce it was just such a oh you like, don't like that you like i was dry. like well, I, I, it's like what are you fucking doing if, if there was no way uh, we did not have an option where someone was going to roll up to the house at the time of the meal with the hot turkey with the thing with the whatever there was just no facsimile so you know, I sort of thought, okay, okay. And then in, in magnificent fashion, he found a restaurant that we love and they're actually doing it right. 
they did their version of side dishes. You pick from their list of side dishes and they prep the bird and deliver it to you the day before raw. So you cook it. So you do nothing but turn your oven on, heat up all of the side dishes, which you make a lot of that shit in advance anyway. So it was basically they did all the sous chef's prep. So I was like, oh, I can do that. that. Yes. And they did that enabled side dishes that I wouldn't have bothered cooking or maybe would have ended up with. So there's a shrimp cocktail or two that's coming. There's crab cakes that are coming. They're things that would not be on the table anyway. So um, and I'm I'm just going to make, you know, a pie instead of 14. And I'm going to make probably three or four side dishes. And that's it. And some homemade rolls. Nothing. I'm doing nothing. Turning on the oven. And I'm not taking down. Their dishwasher's broken is another fun piece. So What? Yeah, it's been broken for some time. It's been broken for some time. We bro- I broke, you know those thin-walled glasses that I adore? That you love? <laughs> yeah. So they are very thin. And either putting it in or taking it out of the dishwasher too Correct. rapidly snapped it. We thought we got all the glass. A tiny piece of glass fell down into the very bottom of the dishwasher, which has a filter and a spinning uh, prop, I guess, a propeller that does something that's in front of a pump. It does something probably to keep water moving. Well, the little piece of glass found its way all the way in there, and it kept spinning, 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 trying to dislodge that piece of glass, and what it actually did was cut one of the propeller arms off. Oh, no. So we can replace that whole thing to the tune of 97% the cost of a brand new dishwasher, already a dishwasher that's now seven years old. So it's like, fuck you. So... And because we have kind of a swank kitchen and we did swank things, a dishwasher is not like, you know, $30. A dishwasher is... <gasps> so we've, we ordered it. And then the woman who had ordered it ordered the wrong one. Yeah, so we've been paper plates for three and a half weeks. And it's going to be Thanksgiving with probably, with definitely no dishwasher because if it's not here yet. So yeah, I'm not, it wouldn't matter because most of the stuff you use can't go in the dishwasher anyway. So I haven't... I've I've released this notion of fancy dishes in place. I released this notion of all the rest of it. I'm just going to be... Right. Could you imagine we were talking about taking down the china and washing it and doing I thought the right about thing it. by it? Well, I thought about it. And the, and the difference is, and I even talked through, because here was the other reason about getting the meal catered. I said, one of the ways that we can do this is I can assign everybody or we can come to, you know, draw straws or whatever. Everybody has a, has a lane. This child is responsible for this side dish. That one, that one. This is, person is responsible for that. the dessert. This one is, you know what I mean? And uh, in the end, that's just getting people invested <clears throat> and engaged for the sake of getting them invested and engaged. So for And now, getting disappointed and yelled at. We're and- just going to, we're going <laughs> to sit down. We're all going to enjoy the meal like it's a big old takeout. I'll, I'll, I've got plenty of days between now and that day to think through what the table's going to look like. And I'm sure when the moment comes, I'll... I'll do something. What I've also really consciously started to do, and I'm very proud of myself for sticking with this, I've really consciously started trying to not buy. I'm not a big buy person anyway. I don't go out and buy stuff. But for something like this, this is an event. I've not decorated for this event ever. Oh, oh, I've oh, never been here. So I, I won't be using, even to the point where I could buy fancy paper plates, which is a fucking joke. I, I could buy, all, I could make a little table something. I could do this. I could just to spruce it, just to make it special. But I thought, what? No, I'm not going to do that. I have so much shit. I have closets with multiple you know, labeled shelves worth of shit because I've got so much shit. I've got three shelves to hold it. If Check I can't the find room. it here, I don't need it. So look under the microwave. That's why I've just made this. And the same thing about Christmas. Cause now there's all these crazy, you can get fantastic deals on things and they make you feel a little better and lift your mood to see something nice and feel like it's spiffed or fresh or new. Nope. I'm, I'm forcing myself to not buy stuff in that way, not buy decor stuff, which would be not even a big deal, but I'm not doing it. So the, the table will be what the table's going to be and there'll be good food on it and we'll eat the food and we'll clean it up and then I'll be grateful for all the sadness that I put over on the other shelf. I'll be grateful that I don't have an entire week away from my house when when Thanksgiving's over, most people pivot to let's put up some decorations or let's move on to the next holiday or I don't know, let's just rub our stomachs and be relaxed instead of sitting in a car in, ho- in holiday traffic for 12 hours or you know whatever it is. So and Butters gets you home for the and holidays this year. He doesn't year. have to go to, to, I was going to call it Zoom jail. He doesn't have to go to Zoom jail and be in the kennel with them, <laughs> with his friends who he loves. But no, he would be in a, he would be in a crate for the 
for the bulk of the time and then he would have spurts of freedom where he gets to run on the fenced in acreage in the property and have multi-dog playtime. It is it is fine, but it's not ideal. If he's home, he's not in a crate. He's laying on my damn bed looking around like, what's up? Right. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of things to be grateful for and I'm going to throw in some of my favorite sides. So it's interesting that you were talking through your meal. And one of the things that I was looking at in terms of what's on the menu and is it traditional and are people cooking and how are they cooking and okay, so on the Today Show, they've been doing like a football, basketball style bracket of the side dishes for Thanksgiving. And it's fucking hilarious. All right, let's do it. Can we do well, it? Well, that's the thing. I've su- I've oversimplified it so that we can just do it right here. But what's so funny about theirs and you can like participate a couple of other people do this. What's so funny is you get really invested in the bracket itself. And it gave me such a new appreciation for these sport dopes that do this stuff. Because who cares? It's two people playing and you're trying to guess. Not so. And none because, of them are you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. When I do this bracket, you start thinking that's not a fair matchup. Who put those two together? And then this one's oh. really tough. Like it's just you start thinking about things that have to, it's just so that and that whole kind of vibe. So here I've oversimplified and I'm going to give you a choice. Go ahead. Between it, between one or two, and you're just going to pick the choice, and that's what's going on the table. Okay, do it. So in this one, it's it's turkey for the main and for the side. Mm. Are you going with mashed potatoes or scallop potatoes? Oh, they both have their. I told you, brackets is death. We'll come back. Candied yams or sweet potato casserole? That's the one with the marshmallows on top, or just glazed candied chunks of yams? That's stupid. It's the <laughs> one with the marshmallows on top. What? Okay. All right. Crescent rolls or yeast rolls? Crescent rolls are in the can. I like me a good. I know. I like me a good crescent. Well, you're talking to a girl who eats mac and cheese with the powdered cheese, and well there's no substitute. Should. I don't know why you're talking like. So it's you're going with crescents, or are you going with yeast? I rolls? am. <gasps> okay. Oh, I do okay. like those. I mean, it's all about the butter, to be honest. And I do Grand's crescent rolls. I don't even do those plain bullshit ones. I like get the uh, double big ones. All right. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. One, those. This those. One, I think I those. think you're gonna I think you're gonna experience some bias from the judges in this next matchup: green bean casserole or any <laughs> properly prepared vegetable. Yeah, I know you're going the other way, but I, I don't need a lot of it. I just need it. I need a hint gross, of it. Gross, gross. Stuffing or dressing? Stuffing. Got a girl. Creamed corn or buttered corn? <laughs> Come on. I uh, buttered corn. Um, I would like to put a pin in that and come back to it after the brackets. All right. I, I do have a cheese. soft spot for cream corn, though. I don't know. I was raised it's, on it. It's the, Why would you say no to the cream corn? I do. I do love cream corn. I, I can't explain why everybody hates it and thinks it's I don't wild. hate it. I don't hate it. I, is there a food I hate? Probably not yet. I mean, there are foods I don't like. <laughs> we you've, haven't met. You've seen me. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese versus this side dish is inappropriate. Yeah, I, I I feel that bias coming out again. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> macaroni and cheese with my Thanksgiving. Fucking, it's, I, it's not appropriate even, for. I didn't even put collards in that. There was collard greens, and this was on the Today Show. Yeah, so, that's not appropriate. It's just not for Thanksgiving. It's collards, appropriate. Collards are like New Year's if you're even going to eat them, and also no, no I mean I'm the I'm mac and cheese. It's appropriate yes, no, for no. your seven year old for dinner, but it's not. No. It's a side dish. It's just not for Thanksgiving. Well, when you make it properly, I mean, it's fantastic. or if you have two hundred people at your dinner and you just need more need, trays of carbs. That's it. Now uh-huh. you're TikTok. Now you're TikTok. All right, uh, glazed carrots or roasted carrots. I hate cooked carrots. Done. Squash. They can or both Brussels suck sprouts. a dick. Brussels sprouts and squash. I want them both. How are you making oh, your Brussels so sprouts? No. So you're having bacon a bracket, involved? We're having a bracket upset. So we're going to kill the entire carrot bracket. And instead, we're going to sub- substitute squash in one and Brussels in the other. Yeah, I like them both. Ooh. Yeah. So cool fuck carrot. the carrots. Yeah. Fuck you, carrot. Ooh, fuck <laughs> a carrot. Ugh. Well, I mean, it could be a big carrot. Cran- so canned berry sauce canned cranberry sauce or homemade cranberry sauce canned i must see the shape of the can <laughs> on the gelatinous mass sitting right in front all right, of all right all right all right now we got to circle back circle back mashed potatoes or scallop potatoes god damn it i'm gonna say mashed potatoes but i want them That's lumpy the right answer i That's want them the lumpy answer. yes they should be it's the right answer now break it down for me what's the cream corn fiasco yeah so i think that's like I think it's quite controversial. People don't like it. But I, again, watching TikTok, I saw a 
corn, you know that Jiffy cornbread mix? Yeah. You know that box it's mix? It's better than homemade, I'm sorry to say. Right. So somebody did this corn bake that had a can of cream corn, a can of regular corn, and that in it with like half a cup of cream, and they bake this whole thing together, and I was drooling when it came. And they said, that sounds sickening. That's they not said, cream put corn. cheese on top of it. And they I was like, why would you do that? Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great, though. I'm sure it's like that pineapple Ritz cracker no. cheddar horse shit that when you taste it, you're like, well, actually, it's delightful. But that's an Easter thing. So you got to kill Jesus to like that. I'm telling you, the creamed corn that you described, it's not cream yeah. corn. That's a that's a corn. That's a maize casserole. It's corn adjacent. Creamed corn is a bowl of corn that's been broken sadly pummeled released all of its essence and juices and then soaked in dairy what's wrong with that i grew up on it that's what i liked it was delicious it's sweet i mean it's i'm sure there is not just the sweetness of the corn i'm sure there's another sweetener in there but it's it's delicious well you should make that travesty of corn justice for your holiday and that would actually go with your brisket it would go with it it sure would i think it would go with anything better than the mac and cheese (laughs) went on the thanksgiving table Who in the right mind? Come on, people. Come on. (sighs) Thanksgiving dinner, is that held at a certain time universally? No, Mm -mm, I don't think so. I remember telling relatives who came from Cranford, New Jersey, that they, that dinner was two hours earlier than it actually was because they were were notoriously late. (laughs) It's just the people there. They were notoriously late. If you know it's going to take seven hours to get somewhere two hours away, leave seven hours. Like, why? Or how about, yeah, why do you have to do it all in the same fucking day? Do it And we had And we had Thanksgiving growing up. This will also tell you a lot about my family. We didn't have Thanksgiving on Thursday. We had Thanksgiving on Friday. Because oh, of cause traffic. You're the other, no, because you're the other family. That's why. No, you're everybody the, came to us. There was no, nowhere else to go on Thursday. That's a, it's, a, it's the old joke. Is there a, in your family, who's the favorite? They're only children. There, there is no favorite. In your family, who's yeah. the favorite? I don't and understand if, the question. If you say there is no favorite, then that means you're the fucking favorite. So I'm here to tell you that your Friday Thanksgiving means you're the other family, that everybody else in the family is having their in-law Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, and you're having the alternate date. There were no in-laws. There were no in-laws. There was only one family place to go, but everybody didn't want to be bothered with traffic because my family's a little psycho the traffic actually happens on friday but okay yes so i think this is great i love it i'm just saying you're the favorite did you catch that part so we'll we'll gloss over that let's get back to the friday thanksgiving she's not smiling Her yeah eyes are i twitching. i we growing up it was growing up it was always on friday there was no uh, there was no place to go on thursday right. or we would have right. gone there i only know this because we have a long-standing rift that making a terrible joke which probably isn't funny uh ultimately ended in divorce for someone in our family because they were always relegated to the Friday Thanksgiving. It just so it just so happened in all of the marital combinations that my pater- my mother and father's family, my household into what do you call my immediate family for me. That's where it was on the day for Christmas, for Easter, for Thanksgiving. We got a Bogart on all the holidays. And if you don't like it, maybe you can marry somebody else. And it just so happened <laughs> that all the rest of this worked out for all of my siblings. All of their family came. There is, and it didn't change from year to year, from holiday to holiday for my entire fucking life. That's why it's kind of a big deal that this is the first one ever that I'm missing. That is not even happening. It's not even happening for them in the way that Yeah, you're not missing happen. anything. You're just no, missing No, we're, we're all equally missing right. it is the other thing because we would all 100% be there. And then on Friday, everybody would go to their in-laws and there so that's or the evening before. So that's how that has happened forever. And we've had a few people, you know, uh, rabble rousers unsuccessfully try to stage a coup Switch and overthrow. It. And, nope, sorry, tough, too bad. Even in God bless them, even in death, we still have not disrupted things where it's like, nope, you're, you've been, you're at the kids' table forever. You were once Friday, oh. always Friday, never to be a new day. Oh, again. oh. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, growing up, uh, growing up, I was six, seven, eight. Nobody was married. We were all kids. It was always on Friday because Shirley and Irv well, could not get to us. Well, you're a unique case then. Then you're a unique case then in there. All right. 
So very, very funny. But um, we were telling, talking about the reason we were talking about it being on Friday and all the driving and the traffic, right? You were starting to tell me. I'm so trying what, to remember. So what time? Yeah, I'm asking what time, oh, time. that dinner is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No guaranteed time. I don't think there is a universal time. What time I've is dinner time? Times. What time is dinner time in your home every day? <laughs> Not the same time every day, later than most normal people eat. So, um, we, we, we're Frank Sinatra. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. So we're still, <laughs> yeah, it's seven thirty, eight o'clock. And we start looking around like, oh, between there, everybody has their day and then they have something right after their day and then we eat. And then a lot of times they have something that they have to go to as well. So it tends to get shuffled back later than it should. If I could choose a time for dinner, I would choose six thirty, right? I, we're close enough to 6.30 on most days that that's, that would be fair. Thanksgiving would never in a million years begin Be that late. No. Right. No. No. Four, four o'clock, I think, is the Thanksgiving time. We've done one o'clock. We've oh. done three o'clock. We've done four o'clock. We've done 3.30. We've done five. We've done them all. We've done them all. Our big family party four years ago was Thanksgiving weekend, and... The, our my entire family came here and we went to a hotel for Thanksgiving dinner. Thank God. And they said, well, what time would you like to eat? And I thought, what? Uh, there are sittings? <laughs> like, uh, Don't okay. you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so I have fallen down a rabbit hole recently of watching like these Hallmark movies on both Netflix and the Hallmark Channel and all of these Christmas movies. They all say, let's have dinner. I'll pick you up at eight. <laughs> yeah. What is that? A th- I mean, but what's a, wrong with me that I date, want dinner though. between five thirty and six thirty to appear on a table? That's when I, I used to want to stop eating by six thirty and like start a an intermittent fast until whenever. But now that I don't do that anymore because you know food, um, I I don't understand how I'll pick you up at eight for dinner is not, are you fucking kidding me? I'll chew your goddamn arm off in the car because you're not getting where you're going or ordering anything other than alcohol until 8.30. How how are you eating at 9 p.m.? I don't understand that. Please explain. Begin. Do you think that these are people who are going to a Hollywood dinner or are these people who are going on a pre-sex date activity? These oh, are people you're saying who go they're not going to eat that much anyway? Going, no, I don't care what they're going to fucking eat. It just ring, falls off the tongue better to say, I'll pick you up at eight, which doesn't mean anything. You know, it's like, go fuck a turkey. That's just one of these things that people say. <laughs> you know, they just say Nobody it. says that. <laughs> they say it a lot. I've heard people say it, like the drive through and stuff. So it, when it's you pick somebody at eight o'clock, you just, that's just a Hollywood throwaway. They didn't put enough thought into the line is what I think. I also think that eight o'clock is a date time. So if you're going to eat on your date, you just eat a little something, something before you go on the date. So it's not like you're standing there with your eye twitching and your finger already in the gun position talking to this person like, hi, thanks for picking me up. Where's the fucking food? Like that's not right. going to be a good date for you. You better have mac and cheese in your pocket right now. <laughs> Ugh, gosh. <laughs> I don't want that pocket. No. No, no. You definitely want that pocket. So I was confused because it like 4.30 comes around and I think – I could eat dinner now and be done for the night. Like I could, I need to get away from the kitchen because all I do all day is eat. I pass the kitchen because it's in the middle of everything. And I think I'm having a really problem. I'm having a super, how about a handful of this? Or how about just some of that? Or if I had salt now, I need sweet. Now that I've had sweet, I think I need salt again. I'm I'm already at the point. I'm already at the point where we're starting to have good, good to eat, bad for body, good to eat things around, which I wasn't really in the, in the habit of having. They're all here, and now I'm just I'm just green light eating them. I just and even to the point where I'm not hungry, and my brain will be like, "But it's time because you had that salty thing. Now now you're supposed to want sweet. Press the button, 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 button. Sweet, sweet, sweet." And so I get up and I'll go get it, and I'll be thinking, "You don't feel hunger. You don't desire this. The caloric intake for today was already in like the nine figures. You don't need any (laughs) more food in your body. And then I go, that's right, while I'm actively prepping the food that's going to go into my body. Here's here's something that I'm just going to move past that and I'm going to put it into the things to be grateful for. And you too can enjoy this even today without so much as getting off the sofa. I have long heard that Patti LaBelle 
is a spectacular cook. A hometown hero here, yeah. Okay. And that there was a dude pre-TikTok who sang an ode to her because he tried her sweet potato pie a couple of years ago that she licensed, branded, and sold through Walmart, and he just fell to his knees in gospel-style admiration of her sweet potato pie. Had to go to Walmart because the dime bag of TP, P.S., wiped clean. There's no toilet paper to be had. I mean, I feel like Scarlett Johansson in The Avengers talking to the Hulk. TP's getting real low. I mean, we got oh, nothing in here. Sun's we going got, down. We got nothing. <laughs> really, it was getting real low. <laughs> low in the so, sky. And yeah. there's none. The, the shelves is bare. So went to the Walmart, which I normally don't went to. Went to the Walmart. Had to walk past the Patty LaBelle section of baked goods. Wow. Sweet gospel Jesus. She has something in there called a peach cobbler that is so heavy. It's like picking up an Oxford English Dictionary. Oh, wow. And it's, a, and it's a regular square box. I have no idea what it cost. I touched it because I thought the top of it looked like it could have come from the Amish Bakery. Like it looked delightful. Ooh. I, thought, I thought, ooh. So I just picked it up to look at it. And the weight of it, I didn't stop. I didn't look. I just felt it. And I was like in my cart and belly. And then it went straight home where I have been eating off it already. This is the best peach cobbler I have ever had in my entire fucking Wow. Life. I have Patty. no idea if it's expensive and whatever it is, you should offer them $10 more because it is so, I didn't even heat it. I didn't even heat it. I took a spoon in the, the tin dish. Oh my fucking God. I'm going to go have some now. It's so good. It'll immediately, this- the bottom of it is like some weird graham cracker crumbly delight. And mm. then there's all these fresh, super still firm and fresh, not gross, not cloying peaches that you bite them and they're still firm. And then it's covered with the lumpiest, bumpiest, exactly right thickness of cinnamon sugared pastry dough that is browned to the perfect consistency. Oh my God, I'm drooling. It's so, I didn't even put any fucking ice cream on it. I didn't even heat it. I didn't even put any, put any whipping cream on it. Nothing. Just straight from the fucking tin. I'm so like, this a, is I'm on like a, a cow at a trough. Whatever, this isn't pig. frozen. This isn't frozen. No, this no, is sitting no, on a table. No, no, no. yes. And not on an long. end cap, you said yes, please. Oh, I, yes, please. What were you doing you need, in Walmart? I had to buy toilet paper and I came uh. up with no toilet paper, but instead... I had a Patty LaBelle experience. Now and you I, need that toilet I paper think, even oh, more. Oh, and the other thing I want to mention really quickly is for anybody, uh, even if this does not pertain to you, please spread the information far and wide. Walmart is offering a 100% free Thanksgiving dinner. All you have to do is fi- uh, get the, download this app and buy the shit and then, re- and then scan your receipt. They will give you a 100% refund on the cost of your meal. I'm talking, they'll give you a fucking turkey, cranberries, green beans, mushroom gravy, turkey onions, all the stupid shit, stuffing, all the shit that you're going to buy and make yourself, they will completely cover it. All you have to do is get the app. It's called Ibotta. And it's, so you would think, oh, Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A. Google it, figure it out, do it. If you don't need it for yourself, tell your church, tell your community organization, tell your food pantry, somebody needs a free fucking turkey. And for the amount of headache that it'll take you to, you know, dink, dink, it's done. Give it away. Give away that $60 to somebody that doesn't have food. Oh, my God, the Patty LaBelle fucking cobbler. If you don't stop, we should just cut right now without an ending, and you should drive to the Walmart to get it. It's that fucking good. I'm not kidding. Yeah, and I love that Walmart's doing that, but I hate Walmart, so I can't really right. support that. No, it's really you can, hard you for can me. Support, you can support. you. They exist, and you're not supporting them. Who you're supporting is... The small black entrepreneur gospel based business of Patty fucking LaBelle and Peaches. Those are two things that deserve your support. I'm debating hitting up that black entrepreneur again, but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it thing. go. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's the ass fucking target. They have a whole aisle of it. That's a fucking thing. That's a you fucking said, thing. You said you were cock blocked about the podcast, a podcast oh cock blocked. So, so last week. Uh, I have been sidling into uh, b- making my husband listen to the. He doesn't listen to the show at all. Not at all. Not at all. I know. I find that shocking. Well, he loves me. So why would he want to listen to this and then hate me? So Well, that's he, why my kids don't listen. But go ahead. So he doesn't listen. And the friends are always saying something like, hee hee hoo to him. Because he's fucking in it. And they listen. 
Right. So I don't know. I don't know what the context was. I don't remember. It's not important. But for some reason, I was making him listen to something that referenced him and haha, and you have to hear it. And um, you know, of course, he took umbrage with it and all this. So we were back and forth. So yesterday, totally having nothing to do with the podcast, we fortunately were able to go through with a lacrosse tournament locally here that our league sponsors. It had already been canceled. There were 88 teams that came to play. Wow. Big, yeah, so all the restrictions had already been canceled, postponed, and they and they were tightening all the restrictions on everything just yesterday. So we are like, are we going to get to go through with it? We got to go through with it. Huge restrictions. You... Um, you were only allowed to even attend the event in any capacity if you were a volunteer. Everybody had to be masked, socially distanced. You couldn't sit on the sidelines. You had to sit in your car. Like all this crazy. It was like not at all like an event. In any in any case, so my husband was serving <laughs> as the hydration specialist. Water boy? As the hydration specialist. Water boy? So he was on the sidelines with the team, with the cooler, because he was the hydration specialist. Right. So he was making sure they were properly water boy. hydrated. Which right. means... And he was, and the good news for me so is, cute. I don't see any of this behind. He was super tight friends with the cl- with the coach anyway. So the coach was like, "Can you just not have other? Can you be the hydration specialist?" Because then they brought like nice coffees. So I mean, they sort of did their thing anyway. Okay, that also means he gets to stand in the presence of his friend, this coach, who is of quite imposing, six foot five, uh, national, you know, all American. Syracuse lacrosse all-star gigantic force of nature if he looks at you the wrong way you'll wet yourself a little I mean because you're scared you'll be dead he's a he's a force okay and when he begins getting angry um (gasps) okay so what I don't already know is that he has a pre-game we'll call it a pep talk where he's talking to the players to get them all hyped up for getting ready to go into their lacrosse battle yeah well these kids are getting a little bit older. The older kids always play too rough and aggressive and violent. It's not unlike football in that you sort of like, why am I watching this sanctioned beatdown? This doesn't make any sense for children. This is not a game for any human. So lacrosse, same thing, but with sticks made of titanium. Anyway, so the uh, the kids are there, getting there, pump up, pump up. I didn't know this happened. So this morning... Hubby is leaving for day two. I don't even get to go today because there was not enough slots for me to be a volunteer. So he's out there with the kid. <laughs> Putting on his socks and shoes. You getting ready to podcast this morning? Yes, I am. He goes, you know what? I was I was thinking about you this morning. It made me really, really happy that I didn't tell you anything about that. He told me last night about the sideline talk that I didn't get to hear it. And I said, I'm glad I didn't get to hear it because I would have pulled our kid off the team if I knew what was actually said to him. Right. And he goes, and I'm glad. I didn't tell you anything about it because now you can't podcast about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think? What's going to prevent me from talking shit about stuff I don't know nothing about? Maybe that's that never stopped me before. Podcast. <laughs> it's never stopped you before. I don't know. I don't have any facts. I just know this to be true. I'll say this. I'll say this. I got really upset because yesterday while I was watching one of these games, which was getting really chippy and really chippy means when the teams are out of balance or for some reason it's getting really, really impassioned. Yeah. Violent. Ch- chippy, chippy means that they start chipping literally at each other with their sticks. Like it's just, they taken pot shots literally with this metal stick and it gets out of hand really quick. We had some parent standing on the sidelines screaming expletives. I mean, it's that kind of nonsense. Oh, I think I would like that. Yeah, really? So anyway, so the kids are taking pot shots. They're taking late hits. They're starting to do all the shit that really gets dangerous in addition to being grossly unsportsmanlike. And I heard from all the way across the field, up the hill and into the parking lot from where I was observing. I heard, I heard Ira, everybody knows who I'm fucking talking. I heard Ira say, say, all right, well, here's how it is. If they're going to play you like that, don't stop. Let them have it. So he gave them the green light to fucking snap some necks. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. So if that's what happens at that point in front of everybody, imagine what he's telling them pregame in private. I can't. I can't. No. So fortunately, I've been cock blocked, sort of, for putting this on the pod. Yes, little violent children. See how they run. Not good. Would you like to put the big picture out there for us, Aim? Would you like to? <laughs> Let's skip that one. And instead, I want to talk quick because I know we're out of time because we spent so much time on all the other goodies. 
You have gratefuls. Tell me some great. It's thanks grateful. It's thanks griveling. <laughs> you know, they have they have you at home for the last nine months. They have life as we knew it came to a screeching halt and the rat race that everybody's running around and everybody's moving and, and you just you get catch pieces of people's lives has really come to a screeching halt too. I know a lot of people got back to normal. Our family never did. We really have been home for the majority of the last nine months, except for my Amish market visits. <laughs> That's all. So I am grateful this year that I got to spend time with my children, even though not all of it was good. Even though <laughs> even though not most of it was good. But yeah, it's true. Um I am grateful that in their last year's home, they got to know their parents and their parents got to know them better than we would have still being involved in the rat race that kept us always looking on to the next thing. Okay, but when you come home from school, you have two hours to do homework and then you have to go to work. And from work, you have to come home, you have to eat, you have to go back upstairs, you have to shut. Like there's always been a schedule to keep that keeps us from scheduling ourselves with each other. And we have had the opportunity to force more family fun (laughs) on our children than we ever would have had if we had a regular schedule. Also in this time, I have checked in with more people than I normally would have. I have had a Friday night Shabbat candle lighting with my in-laws and the kids and his whole family Every single week, we actually forgot the other night because Stuart was working and I don't know, it just, it fell by the wayside, but it's the only one in all of these months that we forgot about. We've, we've seen more, I've been able to do kind of my acts of kindness without getting caught. Like, I don't know if I can go to dinner. I don't have the attention span for that, but boy, can I tell you I care about you by dropping donuts off at your front door or by leaving a baguette of bread for you or by doing, you know, that drop and run kind of thing. So you know I'm thinking about you. You know I love you. You know I just sent you a, a text of of joy, but I don't know. It's it's kind of the bite-sized things that I need to to share how I feel and I – did you ever have somebody you wanted to text and then you forgot and then a week passed and then two weeks passed and now it's way too late and it's like so much. Now you haven't spoken to them in four months and it's just crazy. I've reconnected with people. Shockingly, people have reconnected with us that I thought, well, I guess if I ran into you somewhere, I would hug you and love you, but we'd pick up where we left off. But the fact that you've been thinking about us because my husband's a frontline worker and I'm a hype. No, I'm not. And I... <laughs> And I, you know, stay home in, in an enclosure bubble. Like, thank you. I guess it's really more they're thinking about Stu and not me. Well, it doesn't matter because they write me. So <laughs> I stole your love. I stole it. I put it in my pocket. I keep it real close. So those those are my main gratefuls that that we are all together. It's it's bless this house. Yeah, I, I'm grateful for that. Here, here. That's perfect. Perfectly said perfectly felt i've got i've got 40 more minutes of shit to say and there's none of it that can top what you just said i, th- I think that's the perfect closeout as people are going about their day going about their business if the show actually drops on the thursday maybe you're in the process of making the meal for the family whatever size family that is even if it's just you alone as your family we are so grateful that we get to be in your ear at this very blink in this moment and how wonderful that is to share a piece of your Thanksgiving if you're not American. You're fuck you. This piece of your Thanksgiving <laughs> with us. I mean, what the fuck? I make this. We make this whole big thing. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I sort of Canadians already had their a, Thanksgiving. A, there is yes. no thank. There is no. They're not having a Thanksgiving in Australia. Hey, they're Therese, how goes uh how goes Thanksgiving in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> Sweden's having a bumpy time right now. So yeah, I mean this. I would. The I world t- is having a bumpy time right now. So. I would like to ask you though, if you are listening to this on Thursday, which is when it drops, can you take a picture of your Thanksgiving table oh. or your plate or your favorite side dish or your meal or something that you're doing on Thursday? Or if you hear it on Friday, because Thursday's busy, your refrigerator that has leftovers. I I really we want to see that's a fun little social for us. What to you're doing? Table table picks. So yeah. please either post it on Listen Brilliant on Instagram, or go to our Facebook page 
brilliant observations and post it either right there on our page or go to the small group that you have to join called Brill Obs Squad and post your pictures there. I would love to see how it's changed. I mean, I know it's going to be smaller, but it can still be so beautiful. Not in our house. It's going to be a fucking shit show. But in your house, it could still be so beautiful. We, we just want to peek into how you're spending Thanksgiving this year. So please take a picture and post it on any of those sites. I love that. Send us a letter uh, through brilliantobservations at gmail.com if you want to put a picture in there. I will post it for you onto any of those places. But you know your podcast is on the phone. So is Facebook. So is Instagram. Stop hiding from us. <laughs> There's no reason to do that. We love you. And clearly, if you're still here, you have some sort of positive feelings for us, too. That's right. Just or post your, a picture. Or you're in some way incapacitated and can't turn it off. Either way, <laughs> either, either way, we win when you continue to listen. So engage. We love just, you guys. I, yeah, we do. We love you more than you think. So keep, keep it up. Can't wait. We're grateful for you. Happy and Thanksgiving. We'll, happy Thanksgiving. Bye.